Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show, in the Yard, with Zach and the Professor, on 107.9, The Fan. Good afternoon. Hope you had a great 4th of July. Chuck Zach, Dodger Danny Williams in the studio this afternoon. Tony Kirk will be back tomorrow. He'll take you for the rest of the uh, the week or so as he finishes his Chicago vacay. Hope he wasn't involved in that uh, shooting up there. No joke, man. Bad scary. I didn't talk to him. That's scary. Anywho, it's been forever. Feels like, uh, of course, long weekends feel that way. No show yesterday. So we're back today, coming up at 5.30. Special guest today, uh, Galen Williams, who was uh, really all-state center for the uh, Arkansas High Razorbacks a couple of years ago, is going to be joining us. He now goes to Washita Baptist, so we'll get a chance to pick his brain about the uh, Battle of the Ravine and all things college football. Let's see if the NIL has made its way down to, uh, to OBU. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it has. I mean, something little. Big even. money? Nah, maybe some free food, you know, just to rep something. See, a 295-pound center, if you say <laughs> free food, barbecue? Yep. Why not? It's a come, winner. Come sign autographs one night a week and get your fill of food. That, that'd be awesome. He's going to be on 530 this afternoon. And we'll remind you, I'm holding it up here. Uh, Coach Outlaw sent me a, uh, a little flyer today coming up in three weeks. It's uh, Arkansas High's football kids camp. So um, we're going to push this for the next couple of weeks so you guys know about it and hear about it. We've put it on Facebook already today. I put it on the Twitter thing today. Um, July 27th, so singular day. And what is that? A uh, Saturday? Does that sound right? Yep. Maybe. Friday. I don't know. Three weeks. Three weeks from the 6th. So 6th is tomorrow. It's three weeks from tomorrow. Okay. So go. it's a Wednesday, three weeks from tomorrow, 1 to 4 o'clock in the afternoon over at Razorback Stadium. No camp fee. Oh, that's fun. That's awesome. They get a big turnout that way. All right, so here, here's going to be my plug for this thing for you. Moms or dads or both, if you got a kindergartner through a sixth grader, you don't pay... They got your kids for three hours. Absolutely. They're going to come home dog-tired. They're going to sleep great that night, and you get a three-hour reprieve in the middle of summer. Free babysitting. You can't turn that down ever. You can go online and register, um, or you can look, I said, like on the Facebook page. I'm not going to give the whole thing out, but they've got the thing up. Walk-up registration you can also do. So if you don't have the computer access, you can do that. And they'll have concession stand open that day. So if you're hanging around to watch your kid, there's stuff to eat and drink. Very cool. So remember that one. We'll keep plugging that as we go. And uh, hopefully we can get some kids out there. Yeah, I mean, I love how all the programs in town, you know, it's – 
usually like five or ten bucks just to yeah. come and do it the football camp it's fun and here's your deal if you're on the arkansas side in particular it's the new head coach absolutely and the new staff that he's got with him basically so if you're looking to try to get a little intro like you got a sixth grader your kid's gonna be coming up you want to hobnob with coach outlaw like hey keep an eye on my kid here possible quarterback for the high school this is your chance to uh, to get up in front of that as well. Absolutely, and get to meet him and yep. get your feelings about him and everything yep. else. Good guy. All right, so I've, I've done that. I've done my shameless plug for Arkansas High. And then uh, we'll get Galen on here in a little bit, and we'll talk about Arkansas High some more <laughs> at uh, at about 5.30 this afternoon. All right, what did you do on the 4th? I hung out at home. Shot fireworks, you know, all the kids' stuff with the kids. No lake. No lake. We bought a pool, which was you a bought di- a pool, which was a disaster. What but, do you mean? Yeah. Well, we, but wait, wait, all right. So when you say I bought a pool, make oh, you just think like the cheap, you dropped blow- a thirty thousand no, dollar in. No, just one no. of the cheap blow up ones. And, okay. And you know, you had to we had to move dirt around, so I had my friend come over and we borrowed his tractor. But, all right. But then it, you know. <laughs> overflowed it overflowed yeah and i was you know on the other side of the house mowing and my son comes running around screaming that it's overflowing well by that point <laughs> a thousand gallons of water has come and washed away all the dirt work we did oh my so yeah it was a little bit of a nightmare but they still enjoyed it they're still enjoying it we have one end that's a deep end now you know rather than just having it all flat so oh fun stuff you know the adventures of having a pool for young kids you know <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you just decided to go just fill it up and, and not really pay attention to Well, no, it was filling anything. up and I was mowing and he was watching it and all of a sudden it you have to pull up the sides to make sure that, you know, uh, right, and right. the water just got on and pulled it down. Yeah. So everything and, so up. then it started coming and I had a raging river through my backyard. <laughs> so, you know, my water bill is gonna be about five grand, you know, oh, this, nice. you know, this nice. month. Yeah, no big deal, you know. Anything for the kids. So I bought one of those little things for the dogs. Uh-huh. You know, I've got two golden retrievers and a whatever the other one is. There's no telling. <laughs> Mutt. Well, Mine's 57. I don't know. I have no idea. The vet says a half lab. I don't. I think it's half pit, but whatever. Either way, I got three dogs that are all water dogs, right? Love the water. Oh, no. What? Won't get in it. Why? Won't get in it. Throw some dirt in it. Maybe I know, right? <laughs> one dog would actually put her feet in it. The other two acted like I had just, you know, landed an alien in the middle of my backyard <laughs> and went and hid away from the thing. That's awesome. Did you get in it and like try I to show? I didn't get in it. My Come wife on. did. My wife did. Okay. She got in the pool, stood around, splashed around. They all looked at her like, "You're out of your mind." See, that's the problem with us. We have a a lab and a half lab have golden retriever and they just want to jump in the pool oh yeah but the pool is you know a blow up pool yeah. and so if they hit that thing it's gonna it's over it's over so the kids have been very you know cautious when they let them outside to go to the bathroom and do the whole thing that they don't go and jump on it because they're just 900 miles an hour ready to go leap into that pool so i didn't finish the part of the story when i took them walking that night yeah they jumped in a ditch full of dirty water <laughs> of course they did i <laughs> wouldn't touch the pool water Jumped in the ditch. Of throw your water. grass all clippings in there. Throw some dirt in there. Yeah. Make it all snake, mucky. Throw a snake yeah, in sure, there. Sure, why not? A skunk, you know. <laughs> no, no, no skunk. Oh, there will be no skunks in the new pool. Well, you hope not. So it lasted one day. I took it down. No, I don't even know what I'm doing with it. You want a pool? Sure, I'll take another <laughs> one. Why not? All right. Well, obviously, you don't have 4th of July without the hot dog eating contest yesterday. That was epic. That was awesome. Joey Chestnut's the man. And 
not only is he the man for winning however many 15th one or whatever yeah, it was, 15. but some protester gets up there and he gets him in a headlock and slams him to the ground and continues to just devour hot dogs. I mean, it was unreal. I, you know, I think it was it was Lance. It was uh, in our group chat the other day about this. Uh-huh. Do we not have any young talent? Is there no eaters out there that can challenge? What is he now? Forty year old Joey Chestnut. This is embarrassing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, Eric Badlands Booker. You know, he won. Oh, the, but he won the gallon drinking lemonade contest. You know, and I there was some stuff on social media about this guy who can drink real fast. But you know, you gotta. There's like all these hoops you got to jump through to be like involved in it, and it's travel and stuff. And he did. That's why he didn't want to do it. But I don't think anybody wants to put in the time and effort to beat Joey Chestnut. I mean, he's pretty mythical. I mean, at this point, is I mean, that where we are now? Are, are, we're about to see the end of competitive eating. Is that what you're telling me? I don't know. I mean, I'm he's figuring, so dominant. If I'm a young and upcoming competitive eater, that's the that's the brass ring. That's the greatest title you can have is the hot it's dog not eating. not the brass country. ring. It's the mustard belt. Whatever it is. <laughs> Whatever it is. Jesus. Whatever it is. Yeah, you're right. But, like, you know, Joey Chestnut, that's his job. He I has. Know. He's. But Joe he's Schmo, money. he's making money. But Joe Schmo, you know, to I mean, think about the cost of food, you know, to be able to do all that stuff on top of, you know, how many people out there don't go to the gym, let alone how many on top of, you know, trying to be fit and eat and spend the money to try to train for all that. It's we expensive. Have, we have 330 million people in this country. Yes. We can't find a guy to shove down more than 63 hot dogs. 63 hot dogs is a lot. I know, but we got nobody. The guy's not even challenged. The woman got more. She made 840. Yeah, she ate 40. That's that. There's not even a guy. It's embarrassing. Yeah, but maybe the people that can eat like that are just too lazy to do anything else. I don't know. I think we're coming to the end of competitive. If Joey, if Joey Chestnut dropped over today, what do we do now? Who do we watch next year? I don't know. It'd be competitive at like twenty or thirty. Oh, you know? that's embarrassing. It is. Too. I don't know. I don't know any of the people anymore. I didn't even. This year was the first year in like four or five years I didn't turn it on live until he was to like thirty hot dogs because I knew that he was going to beat everybody anyways. That's the other thing. How did it get moved to ESPN News? Oh, that was embarrassing. Yes, that was embarrassing. How do we lose? Wait a second. Is ESPN Disney, right? Yes. It's America, right? Absolutely. We got Wimbledon on ESPN, <laughs> ESPN2. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. And we can't get one hour of a guy shoving hot dogs in his face? I was disappointed it wasn't on ESPN, too. Like, if you want to do the secondary coverage of Wimbledon, put it on news or whatever else you want to put it on. But or ESPN Plus, you know, they make you pay for everything else anyways. Yeah, so uh, did news. Right. Yeah, so why don't you put it on ESPN, too, so that you can watch it. And it's only an hour. I mean, one of the matches is not going to be over in This is going to be the death of this. A, they pulled it off the, the big network. B... We got nobody to challenge you, and that may be the reason. They're like it's non-competitive anymore. Yeah, that, that, you're you're 100 right. I mean, because you know you you ha- he had a few competitors that would get within 15 or 20 of him. Now it's you know he's doubling them. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the one thing I shouldn't say. Uh oh. Bring Kobayashi back. Yeah, oh, don't say. Yeah, absolutely. Bring, say, bring where back. is he? Oh, who knows? They had a big falling out, didn't they? Yeah. He and the competitive eating folks. Yes, they did a 30 for 30 on it. It was actually very compelling. For on him and on compelling? it was very compelling. <laughs> it was on him and Joey. It was really good. It was really good about how he like back. got 
knocked out and he came back yeah. and how they treated him bad when he yeah. came back and because they wanted it to be an American thing. But that was the whole reason why I think you got the rise of Joey Chestnut was because there was the antithesis, somebody from not America winning it. And so you had, you know, quote unquote, the dark side over there and, oh, you know, man. Joey Chestnut, the, the light to the American dream coming in and winning. I actually like Kobayashi. I do too. It doesn't bother me. He was a good guy. They need him back. Can you imagine the draw? You get Kobayashi back. You get anybody, but Kobayashi. Pay per view. (laughs) You know, they tried that with golf and it worked the first time. Now it's just on network television. Oh, come on. You drop like $2.99. Competitive. You'd pay $2.99 to watch Kobayashi. Kobayashi was back? Yeah, yeah, but what happens if Kobayashi's a shred of himself? Well, he's got to come back. For, I mean, he can't come back just for the money. Yeah, well, it'd be like Ali. You got, you got to actually be the guy. <laughs> can't come back as the shell of Kobayashi. Yeah, well. It's ridiculous. <laughs> There's another food story. We'll come back yeah. to it in just a minute, though. It's about uh, 13 minutes after five o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan 107.9. Not the professor today, however. It's Dodger Danny Williams sitting in. Tony will be back tomorrow. I don't know if he's doing a show tomorrow morning. I think he might be, but he's back tomorrow afternoon for sure. All right, quick break. We'll come right back. Listen to Leaving the Yard on the fan, 107.9. Does your church or business need an upgraded audio or video system? Well, Clear Sound Audio Video has the products and expertise to help you do just that. With featured specials like short microphones starting at $40 and electric voice speakers starting at $299, you know you're getting the best for less. So be sure to check out Clear Sound Audio Video's showroom at the corner of Kennedy Lane and Cowhorn Creek. When is the best time to talk to your family? about staying in touch during a disaster. When hurricane winds are gusting? When floodwaters reach your door? Or a blizzard blocks all the roads? Or is the best time perhaps today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. back 17 minutes after five o'clock leaving the yard chuck zach dodger danny williams sitting in this afternoon galen williams coming up in just a couple of minutes former razorback offensive lineman who's going to join us but uh before we get into there all right so we talked about the hot dog eating contest you and i were texting back and forth this weekend on what i thought was a really um crappy story you're wearing your dodger stuff today and the Dodgers are usually a pretty good organization about handling personnel. Yep. But they got a guy who's a, what, 80-year-old? He's been there forever. He's been there since I was a kid and obviously before that. Peanut-tossing vendor. 
Yep. He's one of the guys walks the aisles. He got the bag of peanuts. You have peanut over here, buddy. He throws it backward, underhand, whatever. Full he's got all. Yeah, he's all. He's all tricksy about his uh, his peanut bag throwing. Until this last whatever month or so, the Dodgers have come back at him now and said, "Nah, you can't do that anymore. It's too much of a liability if you hit somebody in the head with a bag of peanuts." So they, you know, I was very fortunate growing up to uh, be able to go to about 20 or 25 games a year, you know, Dodger games. And so he was always there, you know, every night. And so they went through this before. Uh, It just what didn't blow up on the Internet because there was no social media and everything else. He was told he's been told I can, you know, when I when I was there going for 10 years, probably a handful of times not to throw peanuts because he'd hit somebody or, you know, <laughs> you know, somebody would try to catch it when it would be right in their bread basket and it would hit off their hands and then go hit somebody else. Or, you know, there was one game where the kid in front of us, the mom had like a little whisk in a, in a, a dustpan because her kid was allergic to peanuts, you know? And so, you know, <laughs> oh, we're no. eating, pe- we're eating peanuts and he's got a peanut allergy and no. it's like, yeah. So it's like, you know, but the guy's awesome. My, my best friend growing up uh, had his bar mitzvah. And he was he he showed up. That his parents paid for him obviously to yeah. be there, and he threw peanuts because it was a whole baseball theme bar mitzvah. Oh, nice! It was it was a whole lot of fun. And so, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm sure there'll be some groundswell behind him, you know, from the fans to you know, hey, still throw the peanuts. I don't know what he's gonna do. I mean, if I was that age, what are you gonna do? Fire me and then have a social media campaign come yeah. behind me and get me brought back? I'm sure they'll come into some, you know, sort of thing. You know, don't go to the you know folks that are down by the field who are going to have all the problems with it go out to the bleachers where it's so, all family yeah, where's his section oh he was everywhere he's everywhere he was everywhere yeah like he w- we were down by the field for in between first base and home plate like by the on deck circle all field right. level right underneath the overhang and he was there every time we were there but you would see him walk the whole length oh, now really now dodger stadium wasn't connected before the outfield you had there was a separate entrance okay. to go to the bleachers. So he wouldn't work out he there. wouldn't work out there right but now it's all connected and so we were there the last time when we took Blaine, and that was the first time I was there when it was all connected. You could walk all the way around the stadium, and he was there, and he, we watched him walk the whole length all the way back and forth. He was throwing peanuts. He'd even throw them up a, a set the of, next deck to up. the next deck, and wow. then they'd drop down. He'd throw up there uh, a tennis ball, yeah. and then they'd drop the tennis ball down there with the money. I mean, the guy's been – he's like an institution. <laughs> and the Dodgers say – got to stop doing that. Yeah, well, you know. You know, I'm I'm an anti-woke culture guy. Like that kind of crap doesn't I don't whatever. But that's just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, we're we're, we're are we so litigious? We're so worried about being a, a lawsuit on everything. The organ You've been to how many games? What do you think? A couple hundred. All right. Your tickets say you basically are absolving the the organization if you're hit by anything. Like a ball comes, a bat comes, whatever. If it gets accidentally thrown your way, hit your way, you be- it says flying objects. Yeah, but any good lawyer is going to rip that up and go, rip it to shreds and go, go to court. Anytime anybody, why is the, why do the nets go all the way down the line now? Well, it's, it's for safety. It's for safety. It's not for being sued. I don't you, want you, you get hit by a ball, yeah. you're suing. The, you're suing. They sue no, the organization. You're not going to win. Oh, that, they'll set. They settled outside of court with the kid that got hit at the Dodgers, and that's when it. That's when the Dodgers put up the netting. Well, and and for fan safety, of I course, get that. Of course, but and when a it. bat flies in the stands, you know immediately an usher comes, oh, or even sure. a ball. The usher comes, make sure. Oh, everybody okay? Right, Everything's well, of fine. Course you are. Which is fine, you know. But you know, 
there's always fear of a lawsuit. I mean, you get in a vehicle every day. I mean, anything you do in society, if there's an accident, you can get sued. You know that as well as I do. We're outlawing I think it's ridiculous. Bags of I, I think it's ridiculous. No, you don't have, you know. You but, can choke on cotton candy. We're selling it. Yeah. But you're not throwing it in accidentally. It takes a little bit of the risk out of the way. You right? did make mention of something I hadn't thought about, which is which is people with allergies to yep. peanuts. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I guess growing up, didn't really hear that very no. often. Now, we have a much more... Um, Society that has that. Yeah, there's... More like you go to a kid's issues. like maybe not here in the south but i know like we went to a friend's birthday party of a young kid in california and you know the mom asked you know are you gluten-free are you vegan are you yeah. peanut allergy you know you got all these different things i know my son had a, a fellow classmate that had a peanut allergy and you know my son loves peanut butter and jelly and he couldn't yeah, even eat couldn't it. Eat it couldn't eat it so you know i mean it is what it is it's it's the new thing and we don't have to agree with it but it's it, it's there. I'm sure he'll still be there throwing peanuts, and I, and I and I really hope they let him stay through the All Star game because we got the All Star game well, in like two true. weeks. Let him. Oh, he needs to. We be haven't there. had an All Star game at Dodger Stadium since the '80s. But see, I don't know. I'm more likely to think you're like the the probability of getting sued by an out of towner coming in for the All Star game is probably a lot higher than the regular Dodger everyday crowd who knows what's going on with the guy they need to do him right in either the home run derby or the futures game or the celebrity game and have him get out there and throw peanuts from the field you know up there and not throw them but you know just give him a toss and kind of recognize him and that would squash this whole thing down after i read that article i was thinking you know that's that would be the best thing to do for him just recognize him for all of his years of service because he's been there forever yeah uh while we're on the california thing so i'm listening to another guy this weekend talking about the uh, USC-UCLA going to the Big Ten. <laughs> you and I haven't had a chance to have the big on visit about this since it happened a week or so ago. No, but the last time I was in here, we talked about how you know USC and UCLA were the two schools in the Pac-12. Right. And then you said Oregon, and I'm like, yeah, there's Oregon because yeah. they got the Nike money, Right. but that's Oregon. Right. And so when this came across the board, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And, yeah. and, and Washington and Oregon are going too. Uh, oh, you I, think so? Oh, I absolutely think so. I think the I think they're already applied to the Big Ten. I just think they're a few steps behind, and I think they'll be in it, same time that USC and UCLA will be there, um, which then leaves you know all these schools in the Pac-12. You know, who's going to do what for the conferences? You know, Kirk Herbstreit came on and said, you know, we're going to have an NFC AFC kind of thing, whether it's called the SEC or the Big Twelve. It's just going to be two big, huge power conferences with a west south east and north or whatever something like that and excuse me split it up and have two big conferences now it sounded like usc was the instigator of the move to the big 10 oh absolutely but you but just like texas was to the sec you you don't want to take one because you need it to be even and you got to take quote unquote little brother and so that's how texas and usc see themselves as the big brother of oklahoma and ucla how does ucla see itself uh well they hate each other with a passion. I mean, they 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 both think that they're they're better than each other. Now, I will tell you that UCLA, in the grand scheme of things, has a better athletic department. Yeah, USC is better in football. They right. just always have been. Right, not always, but they they traditionally have. But you know, in basketball, in volleyball, in baseball, I mean, USC had their time, but UCLA is still there. I mean, in most sports, it's UCLA. So, how do you think the overtures went? From USC folks 
talking across town to somebody from UCLA who you don't like, See, who you will think you're better than, who you have the chance right now to basically neuter <laughs> if you go and let's say it's you let's say USC started it, yep. which we kind of agree. Yep. And they hate UCLA so much they don't have this conversation with Oregon. Well, and say, how about how about the two of us join the Big Ten? You got two on the coast. We can play each other. Everybody else is out. What do you think? I don't know if the Big Ten would have jumped at that immediately. I think why? They, I think they wanted both LA both LA teams. Why? Why? Because they already got why, one. But why would you not want both of them? Why do I care? I got one. Well, I'm yeah, in the market now. Yeah, but you're in. Yeah, but then USC doesn't have their traditional you know rival and so i think it but why so okay so let's flip it back to you know texas why didn't texas bring texas tech why didn't texas bring baylor or why didn't texas bring oklahoma state instead of bringing oklahoma because okay, well, you can neuter them too wait, which yeah but they, i don't think they've got a hate for those others texas has this recognition of we are bigger more valuable than everybody else in this state I don't need any of those others but usc's the usc feels the same way but i'm taking the guy across the border with me who's my lifelong rival but it makes us a better package because we're the best two schools for all intents and purposes to join the sec no offense to tech baylor anybody else but oklahoma's a better fit absolutely i 100 percent agree oregon not a better fit than ucla no because or what is oregon what does oregon bring Oregon brings football, yes, and I know this conversation starts with brings football. Portland, but, but it brings it brings football, sure, and it brings a mm, Nike bas- and basketball, but it brings Nike, yes, yeah. But UCLA brings that, just like Texas every year or Stanford, you know, they're in the top three of the whatever collegiate cup it is for you know winning the most national championships every year being the most competitive we're not having surfing in the big 10 but there i i I get that but does big does the big 10 get better basketball with ucla or with oregon ucla does does big 10 get better in baseball with ucla or with oregon ucla ucla so you're you're i think the big 10 is looking at this bigger down the road i think they already knew they were going to get oregon why don't you just get Oregon right now? Why not just do bang, 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 bang? I'm taking four. Or are we still so much in the negotiate with Notre Dame that we don't know that Oregon's got a seat if Notre Dame takes one? Yeah, but I don't think I don't think Notre Dame – with all the research and things I've seen about Notre Dame, I don't think Notre Dame goes Big Ten. I think Notre Dame goes ACC, and then if ACC goes in with the Big Ten, that's different. But they have they they're they're married to the ACC for with all their other teams, and so that so they'd have to pay a buyout clause like which they have the money, but you don't want to pay a buyout clause of like a hundred million. I'm not buying out anything to get out of the ACC. Everybody else can stay in the ACC. They won't take football's going over. They can't. Why? They have a clause in the ACC, their ACC contract, that if football goes to another conference, all their stuff's got to go to. Notre Dame's got a little money. I think they can pay the clause. I get it. I get it. But I just think this is just the first. You know, you when Texas and Oklahoma did it, it was like, okay, that makes sense. That hurts the Big 12. But now when you have these traditional Pac-12, the two at the top moving, it's just it's going. It's going to crumble down, and it's going to be four or two massive conferences. We'll take a break. Galen Williams is waiting outside. i got to go open the door and let him in. It is uh, 29 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 1079.
Welcome back. It's 28 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor. Well, no professor. Dr. Danny Williams. And instead today, Tony will be back tomorrow. We are fortunate today. And for the folks on Facebook, you can see his uh, already handsome face. Galen Williams joining us this afternoon. Former Arkansas High Razorback. That's where most of us know him when he was the all-state center for the Razorbacks. Now he's rocking this Washita shirt today. <laughs> it's good to see you. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me. How have you been? I've been pretty good, just um, being in school, working, trying to get towards next season. Now, it's been a minute since I saw you. Yes, sir. I think you were maybe the first guy I interviewed when I started doing Arkansas High Games on the radio. Yes, sir. And do you remember those questions I asked you? Not exactly. <laughs> okay. Like, I think I may have asked you, what's, uh, what's your favorite food? Oh, that's probably changed by now. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your favorite food right now? I'm really stuck on Chipotle. Every time I come really? home, I get Chipotle. Chipotle? Yes, it is. It's yeah. a staple. I got to get it every time How's I come home. How's that food selection in Arkadelphia? It's it's not it's not the best. <laughs> they're not they're not taking it care of you. It's not the best. Now we were well, ta- we were talking first segment about about we don't have anybody out there who's doing competitive eating anymore. <laughs> you know they had the hot dog mm-hmm. thing yesterday. What do you think? You ever thought about it? Um. It might come as a shock, but I mean, being an offensive lineman, yeah. you would expect me to. Yes. But I really can't eat a lot like like that. <laughs> I don't know. A bunch I of guess. small meals, right? Yeah, a bunch of small That's meals, right. maybe. But so I just can't eat. If you were going to do one event, like there's all kinds of eating things, not just hot. If there's one thing, like I might give them a run for what was the one thing you could eat? Chipotle. Chipotle. No, that's not one of the events. <laughs> you know, that's not an event. Like oysters, fried shrimp. Mayonnaise. Hamburger. Mayonnaise? <laughs> yeah, they was going to eat mayonnaise. pounds and pounds of mayonnaise. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, I could, I could chicken wings. One. Chicken wings. I could do chicken wings. Right. I could definitely do chicken wings. All right, so you're at uh, Washita. Yes, sir. Well, why the decision to go to Washita? Um, Well, during, during the recruiting process, it was – um. I had three offers, one from Washita, Henderson, and Arkansas Tech. And, you know, due to COVID, you know, a lot of complications oh, happened yeah. with football and everything. So, But when I went to go visit Washita, they, my coach just made me feel it even before I got there. So I just felt like it was the right decision for me just to choose that place to be. And I haven't regretted it since. You threw COVID out there. What are you going to tell your kids when you go back and look at your senior year in high school and talk about that football season? <sighs> Well, COVID to be exact, I tell them not to bring that up. But um, I tell them we we fought as hard as we could with the circumstances we had. Yeah. So. Would you get six games that year? We got five plus the playoffs. So I think eight or nine. Okay. Yeah, eight eight and nine. Eight. we went eight yeah. and two. No, nah, you didn't get ten. So you only lost the one game because you oh were, yeah you were one. unbeaten and didn't get district yes. or conference champions. Yes, so yeah, eight and one. Yeah, so like I said, we fought hard as we could with the circumstances we had. You know, missing like half the season, half the season. You believe Arkansas and Texas aren't playing anymore? Um, I mean, it's a possibility that it could come back. I mean, it's I a, keep hearing that too. It's a tradition yeah. for Texas, Kansas. So just to stop something like that, just so suddenly. So your junior year was the last time you guys played. Yes, sir. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah twenty nineteen, I believe. It feels weird, doesn't it? it? Feels like it's been forever. Yes. Battle of the Ravine. It is a time to be alive. I say that for sure. 
Does it compare to Texas High Arkansas? Yes. High? It does? Yes. The whole week. I would consider it a hell week up there, too, honestly and truly. Really? Yes. But I love it. The atmosphere there is just amazing. A lot of people wouldn't think it would be, especially with, be, with it being a small division. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. Private you, school. You've ever been to one? Did you ever go to one before you went there? No. So when you walked out the first, well, even that week, last week, or last season, rather, because you were a freshman last year, right? Yes, sir. So when this thing starts building up, did you even have any idea until you walked out there? Um, I mean, I, I kind of had an idea. I, I kinda, Like I said, I kind of compared it to the Texas and Arkansas game. Right. But it was. I guess it's just a different thing, especially being on the college level. I yeah. mean, the atmosphere and the experience you get from it is just crazy. So, so is it all year long? Like, man, there's some of those Henderson guys over there. I ain't even dealing with them. I mean, yeah, there's a bunch of trash talk back and forth, but a lot of the times, like, us and Henderson kids, we get along really cool. So, oh, like, we'll trash talk during the year, but come that week, it's really serious. So. Well, yeah, those universities are so close together. Yeah, literally right across, across the street. Yeah, I could not believe it. the first time I showed up there to play a game and I looked around, I was like, holy crow, they're, like, right there. Yes, it's a bridge that connects the two schools across really? the highway that's right there. So, Wow. Now, last year was a little exciting. What fifty three yard game winning field goal for you guys to yes, get the win? Amazing! Did and you lose awesome. your mind? I could, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. We were just all sitting there, all tense, and like, oh my god, he's, he, uh, he can do it. He can do it. He's done it in practice before. We know he can do it, and he did it. It was it, it was amazing. It was most exciting game you've ever been part of. Is that it? That it. That That's is it. no question. It. No questions asked. Even uh, oh, who was our kid? Uh, uh, your running back, TJ. No. TJ Cole. No, 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 not not at high school. At Arkansas. Uh, da, 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 Tory. 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 Tory took back the punt return for a touchdown. Yes. No time left with the punt return for the score for the win. More exciting than that? It was. It was a. Oh very, man! It was a very but tense it was moment because ra- it was rivalry week. It, it you know, was if you would have done that, if you didn't turn that punt against Texas High with no time left, yeah. Then, then that would. I mean, that's insane. But that game was on the line with that field goal, so that's, that's got to be my number one. That's true. You gonna start this year? Um, I don't know about starting. I'm okay. in the line for second string. Okay, because uh, we're getting a lot of returning players back, so we're getting like our four or five year old offensive line back. Right. So, I mean, they're experienced, and I know they're ready to do what they have to do. And my job now is just to step up in any way I can sure. to help them. So, Galen Williams talking to us this afternoon. Difference between high school and college. Uh, we'll talk about the football part of it first, because then we got to talk about the academic part. But yes, the sir. football part of that, what's the difference, Ben? A lot of times, a lot of things I tell some of my younger players that I play with at Arkansas High is that the intensity and the speed is just it's it, it's a dramatic change from what you're used to in high school. So I'm not going to say in high school you could lollygag around and you know, or you could come on. I mean, you could, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, everything was at a slower pace, and you. You were expected or you had, you know, these expectations in high school, but in college it's just a different level because a lot of times, like I like to tell people is, you know, you're making these connections, you know, building relationships, friendships with your teammates, your fellow students, coaches. But at the end of the day, it's all a business. So you got to be able to be on top of everything that you can do because the spot that you think you had can be taken in a second. So you just got to be – just on it every minute of the day. How serious were you in the weight room in high school? 
Actually, I was very serious in weight room in high school. I, I I used to love lifting. My favorite uh lift is actually squat. Okay. So uh, weight room has always been something. How has I've it changed? Loved. Again, just the intensity. Really. Just the intensity. Like it's very intense. You better be saying that the amount of weights changed. Oh yeah, most no. <laughs> Yeah, we maxed this past May. Okay. At six oh five on squat. Nice. What's the most you did in high school? Five fifty five. All right. So there you go. Now did you redshirt last year or were you actually part? I redshirted. So you've shirt. actually got four years left. Yes, sir. Nice. No question. All right, I'm looking at Danny, yeah. so you got any questions? <laughs> All right. Academic part of this. High school versus college. Um, I say academics, I mean the classes are more sp- specifically geared towards what you're doing and your major and everything. Right. So instead of just having, you know, you got this math class, you got this science class, you got this English class, you know, you have these specific classes which are more challenging than what you would take in high school. Okay. But for me... You were a good high school student. Yes, sir. It, yeah. it hasn't been too challenging for me because I took a lot of college classes when I was in high school. Smart. So I say the only thing academically getting used to is trying to get yourself on a set routine, on a set pattern. That's that's the hardest thing, especially being an athlete. Time management. Yes. Time if you if you can do time management, you'll be fine. Yes, so you can have some practices where, you know, they're two and a half hours long. You got position means, especially with my coach, they're always gonna be the longest. We're in there for about two hours oh. for position means. So, you know, on some nights you're not getting out to at least seven, eight, nine o'clock going back home. You got homework 10-page essays, 30 ooh, assignments due this ooh. night. So it's all about time management, making sure so you're keeping on top of your stuff. All right, so I got these guys, because, you know, Danny and I teach, teach over at Texas High. So mm-hmm. we, we've got these guys and have had four years, PG, Texas High, Arkansas High, LA, it doesn't matter. Ah, they're going. I ain't going to worry about school. They're going to take care of me when I get there. I'm going to have tutors. They're going to do the work for me. Tell these kids. You got a live mic right now. Tell these kids what's real and what's not. I don't know about anywhere else, but I know at Washita our coaches are big on grades. Yeah. So I mean, we have stud I have study hall Tuesdays and Thursdays from seven in the morning to eight. Okay. So I mean, they're big on making sure your grades are right. I mean, because you got to be eligible to play. Yeah. So you could go in thinking, "Oh, my coaches are gonna do this for me, do that for me." It's not like high school. You got to stay on top of your stuff. <laughs> Man, kids aren't gonna like to hear that. No, nah, not at all. But I mean, it's the it's the truth. Now, you got T.J. Cole over there, another Texarkana kid. We had him in back in the spring, I guess. I didn't know. Did you know him when you guys were both living here in town? Um, I didn't know him like that. I, I don't know too many PG people like that. Um, but I found out that me and him played on the same Little League team You're kidding when me. I was younger. Awesome. So You're kidding me. Awesome. Yeah. He was like a, for the age range, he was like a, Senior, and I was just starting to play the first two years. All so, right. gotcha. What do you think of TJ? TJ is amazing, like hard worker. Always gonna go for what he, what he wants to get. I mean, I, I really admire him as a player. Like that's my brother. We've gotten close to so good. I just admire his work ethic and how far he's willing to go to reach his goals. I was shocked when I was looking at the roster for OBU. How many decab kids there are? Mm-hmm. What the heck's going on? What's the connection between decab Texas and and, and Washington Baptist? Man, I, I'm not sure. I am not, but I mean, anything we can do to keep getting good players yeah. to come to us, I'll take it. Those decap guys, pretty good. 
Yes, sir. Are they? Yeah, everybody's on. Everybody on the team is phenomenal. You know, again, it's just making sure we work at it to keep it. That that and that therein lies one of the differences between playing in high school and playing in college. There are no weak links. If you're a weak link, you don't have a spot. Yeah. High school, well, you're the only guy I got. You got to play. Yes, sir. Get out yeah. there and play. That's that's a big difference too from high school and college. Like in high school, you could be the star athlete, you know, of the team, and you know, have people follow behind you. But once you get to college, you realize like. I'm not the only good player. Like, everyone on the team is here for a reason. Right. They're here for a purpose. So, you got to realize that and fi- find out where you can fit in and contribute to the cause in general. Kalen Williams joining us. High school. You Big man on campus kind of mentality. Like, everybody knows you. Oh, Kalen, man. <laughs> College, anything like that? Um, I've kind of – I kind of tried to stay away from it first semester. Okay. I tried to be – I was so used to everyone knowing me here in right. Texas, so I kind of wanted to like just get away from it, be the own unknown kid in college. But smart guy, yeah, yeah, smart guy. Yeah, cha- change it up. <laughs> yeah, change be it up different. a little bit. Yeah. But you know, being there now, get a setting in. You know, I've come really, I've become really close with a lot of people, so it's it's kind of starting to start back up. But yeah, it's I don't like to think of it as a big guy on campus. I just like to be, you know, just another guy on campus. What'd you learn about yourself since you've been at college? Um. far I can go if that makes sense I always thought I was like at a set like limit but I I figured out that I could push myself more than I actually can interesting which basically means the sky's the limit yes sir you set your own limit yes sir what's your major gonna be right now I'm a double major in communications and kinesiology okay what are you gonna do with that um when I was at um, Arkansas High, I loved doing broadcasting with uh, Mr. Westbrook. Yeah. Um, but I've this semester I'm more focused on getting some of my OBU basic core classes down okay. because I'm um, thinking about changing my major to some form of criminal justice or uh, political sciences. Really? I'm, I'm thinking about going to law school. So no, sir. Yes, sir. It's a decision I'm still making right now. I'm using this semester as time to. Elaborate on it. Well, you got one more year really to make that decision, right? By the time you get done with the sophomore year, you pretty much got to have some decision about what you're making. Well, this is so many college classes in high school. Oh, that's right. This is my this will be my second semester as a sophomore because last semester was my first semester. Yeah, no, you're right. I have to start building my degree plan sometime in the middle of the semester. So it's time to start thinking. (laughs) Now it's time to start thinking. Galen Williams Esquire, which of course what they call lawyers. Yes, sir. What, what? How did the interest in law pop up? Um, just with our country now in general, I just want to be able to contribute in a bigger way than something that's bigger than myself. Okay. So you know, a lot of times when we, when everyone was younger, we always wanted to be. Oh, I want to be. I want to be famous. This. I want to be rich. Right. This. You know. But I just feel like I could be doing much more than besides myself. I could be helping other people okay. to fix their lives and make sure their lives aren't ruined so that's my main reasoning for doing it just to help everyone else so is this criminal law interest contract law interest as of right now criminal law criminal law so you see yourself being a prosecutor or defender 
That's another decision <laughs> I am. I am trying to. He's an offensive on. lineman. He's got to protect people. He protects his quarterbacks. So yes, he can, sir. He could be out there and defend well, people. Either one oh, are true. though. I mean, prosecutors true. are protecting supposedly the the innocent and the victims. The defense lawyers are protecting the guys who have been accused of a crime. So yes, either sir. one are protecting. All right. Yeah. It. It. it, it whatever. You know, it's God happens though. to put on me. No, I like that. I'll be happy with it. We were talking the other day about uh, NIL stuff. Yes, sir. Name, image, and likeness. Now, I'm sure at Washita, there's probably just reams of cash being thrown around in name, oh, image, definitely. and likeness. <laughs> most definitely. Is there anything coming your way for that kind of stuff? As of right now, no. And like I say, with me, I'm not a starter right now. Right. I'm just basically just trying to contribute to the team. But I I mean for some of my other players like TJ I mean I know the, the, those cars are in the works for people like them really but, yeah, so, so that you are starting to see it drip funneling its way down to smaller schools yes, sir, it's, po- it's possible for anybody within that lot now so right but again just really I, a lot of our main goals are just winning conference champs and then moving on winning this national championship this year so. okay. How That's possible is that this year? Very possible. Now, expl- tell me why. Here, make all right, Mister Lawyer. Make your <laughs> argument. It's your closing argument. Make your argument about why Washita's Tigers are going to be the conference champion and ultimately the national champion. Well, for one, we're bringing back a whole starting offensive line. All right, well seasoned, well experienced. So I know they got this in the bag. Two, we're bringing back our um, quarterback Raleigh Harms. He's from Nebraska. Has a great arm, great sensitive game, great knowledge. So I just know for a fact that he's going to be able to lead this team into that national championship. All right. Then TJ Cole, we have him coming back. I mean, how many yards did he rush last season? 14? 14-1500. Leading rusher in the conference. Leading rusher in the country. Yes. Conference. So I, there's no a shadow down in my mind that our pass game and run game is going to be phenomenal All this right. season. And then our defense, I mean, they've been working day in, day out. We have uh, Terrell Gibson. He's our middle linebacker. He's Commanding and controlling the defense. Is he mean? So, uh, he can be when he wants to. I mean, you line up against him. Is he mean? Uh, he's not really mean. I mean, like, all of them are, are my bros. So, well, I know. Is he like Ray like Lewis? Me? I'm gonna lose my mind to run somebody over. Kind of. Mean. He's more of a calculated. Kind all right. So he's all right. I got yeah. that. All right. So he, we see, he he can see when it's coming. He doesn't have to really be mean. So okay. Secondary. Secondary. Um. I mean, as you know, our DB Gregory Jr. just made it to got drafted to the Jaguars. Yep. So, I mean, that'll be a you would think it'll be a lot to oh yeah, it's a big loss. You know, step up to that. You know, right. trying to replace him. But I mean, there's not a shadow of doubt in my mind that the guys we have now are just as good, if not better. That's big talk now. That's an NFL draft choice. I mean, but that's what you would want for the younger generation behind you. You're not working on your backpedal, are you? Oh, no. No. (laughs) I'm going to stay where I'm in it off this line. You know, I'm going to leave that to them. Now, is that big leg kicker back? Or did he graduate? No, he did not graduate. Gabe? Gabe Goodman? Yeah. Yeah, he's here. He's a. So you got got your kicker back. Yeah, got our kicker back. Special teams, phenomenal. That's uh, overseen by our head coach, Ty Knight. So I know that's going to be fine. Well, that sounds to me like you, you may have made the case there. Yes, sir. And we're coming for Henderson and Harden this year. So, All right. Well, well we, I'm not, we're not going to jump way ahead. There's a lot of games <laughs> between them and the beginning of the year. Yep, but I'm already claiming undefeated. Oh. It's nice when you're the backup lineman and claim independent. <laughs> or nope. Undefeated, rather. You got to put go, it out there. Where are you going to be on the line, do you think? you going to be at center still? Um, 
Or they I mean, moved you into guard. With some of the circumstances that we had, I'll probably be switching all over the interior. So. Really? So you're kind of a Swiss Army knife. Yes, sir. All so right. position means with my coach are going to be hectic. Back home to, to Arkansas High. Mass turnover in coaches this year. Yes, sir. Did you even recognize anybody out there? Um, Not that I know of. <laughs> I actually planned on going to um one of their practices just yeah. to meet the coaches. But, I mean, everyone that I – was coached by has been gone. He's gone. It's crazy. That's I, I don't remember a school having football, baseball, basketball head coaches yes. all gone the same year. That's nuts. It's a fresh start though. Yes, sir. I, and I, I feel like it was well needed for Arkansas. Was it? Feel like they needed something new, you know, just to bring life to the program yeah. and the school in general. So makes sense. All right. Yes, sir. Is there any special uh, call them tigers like you got to call hogs? You don't do a growl or anything, do you? Uh, we we have so many things. It's hard to keep <laughs> up with. <laughs> Once you get in the moment at the game, it just you goes. Know, you, you just go with it. Yeah. All right. That's Galen Williams who's joined. It's great seeing you again. Yes, sir. It's, it's, like, yeah, thank you for having me. It's been a minute, but it's good seeing you. We wish you so much uh, good success this year. So uh, I tell you what, now I got your name and number and all. So if there's a loss this year, you know I'm going to be calling you. Yes, sir. Well, but, what happened? Well, I would not be expecting that phone That's call. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Perfect answer. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come right back. That was Galen Williams. Listen to Leaving the Yard. Chuck Zach, Danny Williams, back in just a minute for the last couple of minutes. The big show. You stick around. So when it's your turn, don't miss your shot. I know I didn't. Sponsored by this station, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association and UAMS. Well, we're going to be uh, out of time for today's presentation, but uh, appreciate uh, Galen Williams hopping on board with us today. Closing thoughts there, sir. Uh, just hope that, uh, you know, all the sports keep going off because we're in the doldrums of summer when it's so hot, you know, and we need to get some, you know, NBA free agency news, something oh, like coming. that. Yeah, we need something to get going again because it's like dead. Soccer? You want some soccer? No. No. <laughs> no. That was for you, uh, Jordan Angel. All right. <laughs> We're done for today. Again, Tony will be back tomorrow. I'll be out for a week. You guys, uh, just do whatever you do. I'll see you guys. Not that I'm going to think about you a whole lot, but in fact, I won't at all. (laughs) See you guys in a week. You've been listening to Leaving the Yard. When you look local first, you help local businesses grow and employ more locals, providing direct benefits to our local economy.